Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, into episode 272 of the Get Around Podcast. A little more somber, a little sadder uh, than it has been uh, for the last uh, several It was a good run. It was a good run. As uh, as I jumped on the bandwagon. I did too. Jordan jumped on the bandwagon, and we were welcomed warmly by... Uh, James, which was which was wonderful, Appreciate onto that. that Lions bandwagon. Appreciate that. Uh, but I'm yes, uh, welcome into episode 272 of the Get Around Podcast. I'm your host Brendan Queeley. Joining me, James Cook and Jordan Puente. We have got a jam-packed show for you today. Lots of good stuff. We will open with Lions talk when we get there. We'll also play the area code game. When we get into the pulse, we get back into high school sports for the first time in a couple of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's, it, it's been it's been, been a while. while. It's been a while. But uh, but we'll we'll talk uh, conference races. We'll look at uh, some boys and girls basketball and the one hockey conference race uh, that we have. Mm-hmm. We'll have Benzie Central's Jackson Childers and Miles Pritchett in here. Uh, they chatted with James and Jordan a little bit earlier. Some uh, Chuck E. Cheese talk, <laughs> uh, which I am looking forward to listening to later That's when awesome. I edit this podcast. Uh, get around Hall of Fame. We have three nominations, uh, someone who dropped 30 points and 20 rebounds, someone who scored 50 points, uh, another who scored 30 points. Uh, it's, it, it's, a, it's, absurd. it's a stacked nominee class for, for this week. And then, of that. course, we'll uh, wrap up the show with happy endings, talk about what made us happy inside and outside of sports. This week, uh, even uh, <laughs> in, in uh, a week that uh, had had some heartbreak on Sunday. But before we get into any of that, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Jimmy John's. This episode of The Get Around is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations here in Traverse City. Freaky fresh, freaky fast. Jimmy John's. Freaky yeah. Yeah. Questions of the week time. So, James, Jordan, myself... Uh, and for you fans out there, were you mentally making plans, preparing to watch the Lions in the Super Bowl after that first half? James, Cena uh, and I had made plans before the game that if they had, if the Lions win, we were going to host a Super Bowl party. Okay, but after they lost, we were like, no, <laughs> we'll, we'll have somebody else do the work, and we'll go to somebody else's Super Bowl party. Smart, smart. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Were you, how confident were you feeling when it was 24 to 7 at the half? Were you like, it's going to happen? Or were you still uh, a nervous Lions fan who uh, said this could yeah. go wrong? Yeah, the latter. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the Lions fan in everybody. Yeah. I texted uh, him too. I was like, yeah. how confident are you? He's like, always nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's I true. Didn't, I didn't respond to him afterwards because I just, I just couldn't. I just, no, I just, that's the only answer yeah. I needed. And then it was justified. Yeah, and it's solidified. It was true because once he was nervous, I got nervous. I'm like, if he's nervous, it's not going to help the situation of me watching this game. I was a lot more nervous than C.J. Gardner Johnson, who <laughs> 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 started waving goodbye to the San Fran yeah, yeah, we fans saw that. in the yep, second yeah, quarter. Yeah, was like, like, oh, that's that's not good. There's still a lot of lot of ball game left. Yeah. I I feel kind of bad uh, because even though I was obviously cheering yeah. for the Lions. When the Niners came out and started making a run, and I was like, "Okay, let's wow. let's go, let's make this a game. This will be fun," you know, because I still I still had every confidence that the Lions were going to win because I thought that they would score Eight points. Down. Oh, what um, goal! I also thought that the final score was going to be thirty-four to thirty-one. Eight I thought points. it was going to be in favor of the Lions, 
Uh, and when I said that, I was chastised by a good friend of the podcast, Harrison Beebe, um, who made me feel like an idiot. He's like, well, did you, what, what teams did you think of? I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, just, I thought it was cool that I thought the final score was going to be 34 to 31, and now you're yelling at me. So I get it. I get it. You're upset. You're upset. It's fine. It's fine. You know? I don't know what it's like to be a Lions fan. I don't know what it's like to to uh, to, to be there. He doesn't either. That's fired. That's fired. That's awesome. And yeah, it was. It was that. That was a. Well, no, he refused to jump on the bandwagon, which I get it. Uh, I, I tell well, him, I, I, tell I, him. I will. I will say this. He was told by an, another Lions fan that he was not allowed to jump on the bandwagon this year because he had been so negative and critical of the Lions in the past. And wow. he was, well, this one person said, you can't, you're not allowed to cheer for him this year. You can cheer for him next year, but you can't cheer for him this year. So and he's gonna cha- is he going to change his tune next year? Oh, oh. We, I, should we, take, we should take bets on this. We, you know what, over <laughs> or under? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> It's. I. I will say this. You. You weren't there for the, the divisional at, at his place. We watched the the divisional, or maybe it was even the the wild card. Tampa but Bay. his his fandom is like a roller coaster ride. It is. <laughs> it's as much fun to watch as it is to watch the game because he is. It, 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 yeah, he's just all over the place. It's a blast. That's why he's he's fun to watch sports with. Um, <laughs> But uh, That's so, funny. so oh it was, yeah. There was a lot of cheering. I mean, a lot of cheering, lots of high fives. Yeah. You and you and uh, JP were were having a great time in that first half, uh, and then the game was over. And, 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 and then J- JP moved his hat. J- JP moved his Damn hat. Damn it, JP! And then you know, wow. It was, uh, yeah. It was, it was, it was a good time. But how how was it? Again, a- as a diehard fan, watching it slip away, because oh, I, I could see <laughs> it. I mean, I mean, Lions fan, you've seen this happen a bunch of times. Well, you but it, seen but this, but not it's also NFC not championship. But it's game. also not the same old Lions. No, there no, you go. there you in, go. In that, you know, the 49ers played great in the second half and caught a couple of breaks. I mean, that IU catch was. Ridiculous! It, it, it was a great, it was a great play by him, but it was also fluky that the ball bounced off the Vildor's helmet and right back to him. And yeah, that's kind of when you just when catch. you when you look up and say, "Okay, fate, I get it. It's not our year." That's how. If you want to play it that way, that's fine. But yeah. eventually, we'll uh, we'll get there. And I, yeah. that's kind of what I said to my my older sister. She had texted me asking me for advice on how she should talk to her two sons. Um, who became big Lions fans, started oh. last year oh. and started and, and more this year uh, now that they've moved to Michigan. And she's like, I don't know how to, what Buckle do I down. say to them? Like, they're Buckle they're down. so heartbroken. They're so upset. They're so mm-hmm. hurt. They really thought that this mm-hmm. was going to happen, and then it didn't. And I said, just tell them that this is just the beginning, and this yeah, is yeah. what fandom is like. Yeah, welcome. Fandom is, comes with heartbreak, but it comes with great celebration as well. And that this is just the beginning for the Lions. This is they're ahead of schedule. There's so much good, so much positive. They have all the mm-hmm. right people in place. I mean, there are people who are committed to this team. Ben Johnson just announced. Yeah, today that's, that that's what I would tell him right he's there. Ben not, Johnson's back, baby. That's he's all that matters. Not, he's not leaving. He's like, no, 
I'm this is my ride or die right here. I'm I'm here and, and we're gonna do this and we're gonna I'm I'm gonna win a Super Bowl with the Lions. I hope and so. that is that's how you know the organization is healthy. Yeah. It's people different. wanna stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sorry, I know and I jumped all over <laughs> you, but No. No. And they're in a good they're in a good place salary cap wise. Yeah. I mean they've got I think the seventh most money in the salary mm-hmm. cap yep. this year. Um so you know they They'll be in good position to be able to re-sign some of those st- some of those stars that whose contracts expire in the next year or two. That's a great coach too. Uh, and doesn't it seem yeah. like the Lions coach. are going to be a destination team now for free right, agents? I, was telling I think so. After after hard after hard knocks and then after this season, I think everybody views them as a team that they would like to play for. Who doesn't want to play for Dan Campbell? A fun team. Yeah, everybody wants to play for Dan Campbell. It's kind of scary for the teams, too. I mean, mean, most of the the players probably don't even know what the name of their general manager is of their football team. But Brad Holmes comes right down there on the sideline. He celebrates with the team. You see that video of him, I think it was after the divisional game, like celebrating, like just going crazy in the elevator. In the elevator, yeah. And everything, and celebrating after making draft picks and... You know, going crazy after getting Hutchinson. And, and you have an owner that you have an owner that the fans don't hate. No, he like reminds, that's I've yeah. never had that in in my sports dumb. Uh, I've never had I'm that in the Lions we've until always, we've until always Sheila hated. came along. We've always okay. hated our owners. Oh, always okay. hated them. It's always yeah. been the same people. It right. has been a, that has been a nice a nice breath fresh breath of air, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, is is that? I mean, a lot of people have for a long time said, you know, oh, the, the Lions will never win until the Fords sell and That's everything like that. And I'm like, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't even know the person who owns my company. I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference <laughs> on what I do from a day to day business. There you, go. There you, go. <laughs> you know. So I'm like, I just didn't see how it made a difference. You know, usually, but well, maybe in, it, maybe in sports it's a little different. I, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll bring this up because I am watching, and this will. Um, when we get to the area code game, it will uh, kind of funnel right into that. But I started watching. I didn't know this was a Netflix series. Uh, it's been its third season is coming out in a couple of weeks. It's called Sunderland Till I Die. Oh yeah, it's about it's the Sunderland show, huh? soccer team. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. It's good show. So I I just finished the first season last night, um, and it's it's like a more. Um, uh, an angrier, more dysfunctional welcome to Wrexham, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, angry fans, dysfunctional owner, um, an owner who at one point just said, he's like, I'm not putting any more money into this team. Like, he's like, you need to figure out how to become self-sustainable. I'm not putting any more into this. And Turn one up. of the coaches that they brought on, who only made it like five months before he got canned, um, he was like, the, the, I've never once heard from the owner. Not a phone call, not a text, not an email, nothing. Mm-hmm. So, like, when it comes to that, it, it can make a difference. And that can then trickle down from, yeah. you know, yeah. how that person views the yeah. the club and, like, it could be what Carolina. effort am I going to put into this? And I, I think with the Lions, everybody wants to put all of their effort into it to make this America's mm-hmm. team, which yeah. is what and it's become. It like, they... <clears throat> It, it it is going to be funny to see the transformation of this team over the next couple of years because oh, a little curious, it, it's a popular gonna, team, and yeah, yeah. And, and one that is easily easily rootable for is that I'm not yeah that's a word that's you know. I get what you're saying though yeah so easy it, to root for yeah easy there to we go for. yeah. Yeah. I guess to go back to the Ford thing, it was funny. One of the games that I was at this year, I went to a tailgate, and there was you know there's all these people wearing outlandish Lions 
stuff or whatever. And there's a guy there in a hard hat, pretty similar to the one that I have, but I wasn't wearing it at the time. And he's got it's autographed by like all kinds of players and, oh, and stuff wow. on it and everything like that. And I was looking at it. And he was talking to somebody else, and one of the autographs he has on there is Sheila Hamp. Wow. Oh wow! <laughs> and I'm like, wow, he's got the owner's autograph. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> on this, on this hard hat. You must. Did you go up to him and be like, "Who do you know uh, in the organization?" Know, like, he's like one of the super super fans. Oh, okay. 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 yeah, yeah. Got it. Uh, that would make sense. And he goes. He goes by the name of Crackman because his last name is like <laughs> Cracciola. <laughs> Or something you, like yeah. If you lived in Detroit, do you think that you would become one of those super fans and you would have a... I could totally see that. Yeah, I'm, I, I could as well. That's why I wanted to ask that question. Because I, I was like, I could yeah. see James Cook becoming a famous Detroit Lions fan. Yeah, yeah. I like I like went on Facebook Marketplace for way too long, I think on Monday, looking at RVs. Just, 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 just dreaming, you know, of like oh, retiring and getting season tickets, <laughs> and then going to every game and and you know tailgating and uh, and living the good life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Heck I mean, yeah. it's, it's not yeah. going to happen. It's not going to happen. Right. But I think but, that's a, it's a nice little um, serotonin uh, boost that you get, or and whatever, to to make yourself feel good and go, oh, maybe maybe that'll happen. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this one's already like the, the lion's gray. <laughs> It was like a school, it was a school bus that somebody like half transformed inside. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's going to take a lot of work. But would you uh, also get a hot tub uh, installed on it, like that, that one would fan be, that you showed me? That would be pretty sweet. So I seen that. Wow. Anybody? The tub gators. Any any other final thoughts uh, on on their season? I you know, you've had forty eight hours now to kind of digest what happened. How, how are you feeling? Well, Ben Johnson coming back. Adds huge a lot. Yeah. I thought I thought they were going to lose. I thought out of it. I thought there was the possibility that they could lose him and Aaron Glenn. You know, and you know, there's been times where I've been pretty critical of Aaron Glenn, and a, <laughs> a little bit where I've been critical of Ben Johnson. But I wanted them both to come back. Yeah. Um, still could lose Aaron Glenn because he's actually interviewing today for one of the jobs that Ben Johnson turned down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for the commander's job. Uh, but uh, so. But I think they have people in place on the defensive side of the ball who could step in for him, where I'm not quite as confident for Ben Johnson. You know, I guess Tanner Angstrom is supposed to be the guy they've been been kind of grooming for that position to take over for Ben Johnson. But then there was also the rumors that if Ben Johnson left, he was going to take him with him as his offensive coordinator. Oh, Oh boy. I will ask one more question. What will be a... Satisfactory season for you next year as a Lions fan? Do they need to get back to the NFC Championship game? I would think so. Yeah, um, you know, uh, one of the things though, you know, people were talking about the the quote from Dan Campbell with the, you know, the, you know, this may be the only time we get to do this, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, Lions fans got to realize that there's a there's a chance. I mean, look at what the Eagles did last year. And then yeah. look what everybody thought they were going to do this year. Yeah. And they then look what happened. Both those, both DC and OC, <clears throat> both yeah. coaching jobs. Yeah. But the Lions had a lot go their way this season that you can't count on going their way next season. There you go. They had an extremely favorable schedule the second yeah. half of the season where yeah. they didn't. They only played one game outdoors yeah. in a weather city, a bad weather city, the entire second half of the season. They played in Chicago. Yeah. That was it. Everything else was in a dome or like Dallas and. And yeah. San Francisco or San Diego, and um, so they had a really good schedule. In NFL terms, they were very healthy. Really, I mean, yeah, they had some injuries, um, but 
if you look at other teams' injury list reports, yeah. the Lions were pretty healthy in terms of other yeah. teams. And, uh, you know, so they, they caught some breaks that they have to kind of catch next year, too, and you can't necessarily count on that. We just we all hate the Packers, right? That's uh, that's the next thing I was going to say. The Packers are still in the position. We all, we all. I'm, hate not, that. I'm not allowed to hate. I'm not allowed to hate the, hate oh, the Packers. Right. You're not allowed to hate the Packers because of your. Wife. How about the Vikings? We'll settle on Vikings, right? They're unimportant. They, yeah. they sound okay. unimportant. <laughs> they sound unimportant. And the Bears. They're about are the to lose Kirk so. Cousins. They're <laughs> about to lose Kirk Cousins. They're about to stride out Mullins or whatever his name. Well, is I, I just, I, I'll, I'll say this. It was, it was so much fun. So much fun. To. Learn about the Lions a little to, bit too. Just to be a part of that, like even uh, you know jumping on late, that's that's fine. But I, I think I think the really fun thing is that so many new people now are Lions fans. Yeah. Like the the fan base has grown. Yeah. Those who were bandwagon fans are now more likely to Stick read around. an article, pay attention, go to a game, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, there's it's. They just have to keep building on this. Like, this yeah. can't be a once in a one thing, one time thing where it's like, okay, we made it to the NFC Championship game because it's been since 1991 since they last been there until this past Sunday. So they really season, have to yeah. keep building on this. Like, <clears throat> it can't be, oh yeah, we made it in 2023. All right, are we gonna keep build, like, keep building on this, keep building on this? Like, that's my only fear. It's because they've seen it already. They've seen it. Okay, we made it to the NFC Championship game. And we haven't been back since. That's the one thing I have for them. It's like, okay, like yeah. Dan Campbell said, it's really hard to get back. It's true. It's like that for mm-hmm. every team. It's like that for the night. It seems like it's like that for the Chiefs, but it's everything comes easy for them, but everything's still hard. So it's just that mm-hmm. the reality of NFL, playing professional sports. Yeah. The thing I like about that, though, is that they seem to have done it in the right way to make it sustainable. Yeah. Yep. That's they've the, they've that's drafted smart. well, and that's what you have to do. They've managed the salary cap very well. Um, so they've got money that they can they can re-sign Jared Goff. They can re-sign Alman Ross St. Brown when he becomes a, before he becomes a free agent. Penny Sewell. They can get those guys so under contract wow. and then try to fill in around them with more good draft picks. You yeah. know, I mean, they've got fifty-eight or sixty million dollars in cap space. Jeez, what's their season? biggest need? But that's with that's with the free agents that they have. They have a lot of free agents. What's what's their biggest corner yeah, cornerback? So, yeah. 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 yeah, they need they need Cam Sutton to be the number two cornerback. I miss that guy. Um, you know, so and and they had signed Emmanuel Mosley in the off season, and he got hurt in like the second game of the season. Forgot about him. And Torres ACL and was done for the rest of the year. Um, so maybe they re-sign him. He was a the guy they signed from the Forty ers Yeah, and was supposed to be there. Him and Sutton were supposed to be their outside corners. Yeah. And then, so maybe they re-sign him again. Because you don't want to go into free agency coming off an injury, so I wouldn't be surprised if they were able to get him reasonably for a one-year deal. Dang, where well, he too. bets on himself to stay healthy, have a good season, and then go into free agency and get big money. Right. Well, what a training camp, mini camps will be here before you know it, and of course, slowly, slowly, maybe, I don't know. it is weird though. I am, I am now so disinterested in the Super Bowl. After after that, like I'll I'll watch it, but like I don't yeah. care. Cena Cena even was just like I don't even I don't even need to watch it now. <laughs> wow, she's like I don't even care. I'm a huge Patty and Mahomes like, fan. So oh, so am I. I. I love I love Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I mean, I 
but it's huge Travis Kelsey fan. But that game doesn't have my interest. Like no, these because last it's, few it's weeks yeah, had. yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, yeah. I was joking because I was like, yeah, now I can just go watch the Super Bowl and have a few beers and not care. <laughs> right. That's kind of how it's been for yeah. me for the past. Be like, all right, half decade and a half. Okay. Sucks. Well, that will uh, that'll wrap up uh, our Lions talk. That was not awesome. Bad. Not bad. Um, <laughs> you know, twenty minutes on the question of the week. That that's uh, not Jeez, how well, it usually goes, but yeah. this was deserved. Yeah, this one so, was deserved. All right, let's get into the area code game. Uh, we met our guesses last week. Uh, as I admitted off the air to you guys after the podcast, I could have cheated because I saw what the answer was. Uh, and even though uh, it's always sunny was one of the choices that I was going to make, once I saw that it would have been the correct state. I decided to, to zag and go to the one that I knew would be incorrect uh, and pick Fargo for 272. Uh, James, you had Toronto for what? I think it was now. It was, now. Yeah, it was, it was some... something that was it was something that was being shot in Toronto. Okay, I don't remember. And then Jordan, you, of course, you had you had New York City for only murders in the building. Correct. Uh, it was actually had any of us been watching The Office at the time. Uh, it would have been perfect because it's uh, actually 272 is Scranton in the Wilkes. Is it Wilkes Barry or Wilkes? Wilkes. Wilkes, Wilkes I think it's Wilkes Bear. Wilkes Bear. I think. Okay. I don't know. Wilkes I got a friend. Bay, who, I got a friend who lives basically in Scranton. Joe Biden. Is that yes. No. Wasn't he no. from Scranton? <laughs> I know he is. Isn't, isn't, is he? That was, wasn't was Biden from Scranton? I know he lives in Delaware, or he He's lived in Delaware, or was a yeah, or was was something like that. But yeah, wasn't Biden? I think I think I think there is some I think there is some connection like that. Yeah, maybe that was just yeah. like one of his first campaign stops, and I was like, this must be where he's from. No, he's got a good good college buddy who's a college from, professor out there now at a. He's school. from Scranton. He's from Scranton. Oh, sweet. From Scranton. All right, yeah. that was right. He's from Scranton. That's so James is friends with Joe Biden. I had no idea. This is great. <laughs> If <laughs> Joe Biden teaches community college history. He does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Wow. Okay, so uh, guesses for 273. I'll get us started because I was just talking about it. So watching Sunderland Till I Die, uh, which has been a, a lot of fun, um, but it, it is so different from Welcome to Wrexham because it's, yeah, it's a lot sadder and angrier. Um, uh, Grittier? Grittier. Yes. Yeah. Go back to the I'll Lions. It's grit. That. It's got grit. So um, yeah. I was like, well, this, I'm like, this was going to be my choice, but obviously it's not in the United States. No. So I, I Googled Sunderland, USA, and there is a Sunderland, Massachusetts. How about that? So I'm going to take Sunderland, Massachusetts. For in replacement two, for Sunderland. 273. England. Um, and oh, I can okay. tell you right off the bat, I already know what 273 is, and I'm wrong. <laughs> Is two seven three? Is it? Is it in the U.S.? Huh? Two seven three. What am I supposed to guys give you a clue? No. no, I already got I my mean, thing picked out for this. Oh, well, there you go. It's written out. I watched my movie last out. night. <clears throat> I was debating on even saying this, but I was like, "Yeah, this movie's funny. I'll say it." You can go. Oh, I was I was gonna take Seattle, Washington, uh, because that's where Rick and Morty is set, and uh, we just started watching the new series, the new. Oh yeah, there's a new season. A new out. season that came out just recently. Nice. Yep, there's a new season. That's all our new season. Came out of a swim a while back, but you can make it all S's if you have a city that starts with an S. We've got Sunderland and Seattle. I what have you got? It's not an S, man. I'm sorry. Way to ruin it. I know. I wasn't prepared for everyone to be. <sighs> Way to make an S of yourself. the same letter. 
but no, mine. I already know mine is wrong. But I watched this movie last night. But it was kind of. I debated to even use this movie just based on how. It's called The Underdogs. It's Snoop Dogg's new movie. Okay. It is based in Long Beach. Basically, it's the whole background story is how he started his youth football camp, his youth football league. But it's about these kids. They're on a team called The Underdogs, and it just goes through the whole season. So actually, it's. Well, it's an interesting Snoop, so movie. It's S adjacent. Yeah, it's S adjacent. Snoop yeah, is, it's, it's an interesting movie. I, I would just leave it at that. It's a very interesting movie. It was definitely not what I prepared for, but it's it's pretty it's pretty funny. All right, cool. Like so it. for two seven three Sunderland, Massachusetts, Seattle, Washington, and Long Beach, California. <laughs> okay. Um, I will also say this. Um, at some point, I think it's like. 290 to 299 or even up to 300 none of those are in geographic use so in we can the just, United we States. just say whatever so i will have to Think design a new game for us to play maybe that's uh that might be no that won't be right around march uh, but we'll figure it out. We'll we'll figure out another game. We'll do another bracket madness. As long as three one three comes out, we are we're all three one three. We're all circling our date. We're all circling for that we'll one. We'll get there. We are only uh, <laughs> we're only forty weeks away. <laughs> Depending on if we do forty straight weeks of the podcast, which we all know we're not going to do because yeah. yeah. it's going to be about this time next year. Because every once in a while, I'm just like, <clears throat> ah, you know what? Let's go five, six, seven weeks without doing a podcast. <laughs> Christmas break pops up. Summer break pops up. All right. Up. Uh, before we get into the pulse, let's hear one more word from our sponsor, Jimmy John's. This episode of the Get Around is sponsored by Jimmy John's. Two locations in Traverse City. Order a tasty sandwich with the Jimmy John's app. Jimmy John's, freaky fresh. Freaky fast. Freak yeah. Oh, yeah. Time for the pulse. Uh, let's look at the prep conference races. Uh, I have uh, laid out for you guys the Big North, Lake Michigan, Northwest, Ski Valley, Highland, and West Michigan D uh, for boys and girls basketball. And then we also have the Big North for hockey. Uh, it's up to you guys where we start. What's the most intriguing conference race to you guys right now Ooh. Mm. just scrolling down here obviously the big north seems pretty intriguing a couple teams in there big north boys big north girls uh, big boys, north hockey boys boys, boys. Okay. big north boys basketball obviously with cadillac tc west yeah that one's gonna get decided on friday uh-huh. So we'll so let's we'll take a look at that right now. Big North boys basketball, Cadillac sitting at six and zero. Traverse City West five and one. They meet on Friday at Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Uh, they of course obviously have already come to town and beaten Traverse City West. Uh, so it will be interesting to see. I'm really interested to see how the Titans bounce back on a Friday game after getting worked over by Dearborn in that first half, especially that first quarter. There's I mean, one. was it 16 to nothing before? Yeah, we both uh, looked at each that, other and couldn't believe it. Before, who hit that three to, to get him on the board? It was, uh, if I remember correctly, Caden Stoops. Stoops, was he number three? If I remember correctly, okay. it was Caden Stoops. So, yeah, that was, I think, uh, I think it could be beneficial for them. because Oh, 100%. They, they, saw, a real, they saw a team that they made face it they get deep into the playoffs yeah and they got their boys legit <laughs> they got <laughs> smacked legit. they got smacked uh so i i james hey. you'll be out there covering that game uh, oh, so obviously not. 
with with Charlie Howell, uh, he's always a potential 25 to 35 point scorer, uh, hauling in rebounds as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Eli Main has been a, a great secondary piece for them. Yeah, then Gavin um, Gates. Mm-hmm. Has been giving another guy. So they have Gates is like six five too. Yeah, Howell's like six seven. That really is just <coughs> a. It's a two team. It's a two team race, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been. I did some digging just to see when was the last time TC West brought home a Big North title. Fifteen. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. 16, 15, 16 yeah. season. Uh, that was when they were on a streak of winning. Just what, I, I think they were in the middle of like four or five straight district titles, the West boys were. Mm-hmm. That was like the, the years when they had like Sayer and Miggy. Ryan Hayes was, Hayes was, was on the team there, there too. You know, clocking yeah. up the middle because he was just yep. a, a monster. Um, so, yeah, looking, looking at Cadillac. Uh, they obviously have West. Uh, they'll play Petoskey, Alpina, and Gaylord. And for, for Traverse City West, they've got Cadillac. And then they're at Alpina, and then they have a Central at home uh, and Petoskey at home You know, well. it could be interesting if Weibel comes back for their West and Central matchup. Central can play spoiler and kind of ruin if, if all things come fruition for West, they beat Cadillac, they still have a share of it. And then leading up to the Central and West game, one team, they could really play some spoiler for West. I, I think I think his injury, Anthony Rival's injury, has to be one of the biggest blows, disappointments of the season. Not that he is a disappointment or anything like that. I'm, not, I'm certainly not player, saying that. What I'm saying is right. that it's just disappointing that <clears throat> this talented player in his senior year it's got hurt. I wonder if he'll do the fifth year the the same thing that Nasadis did, and worth, go and play. Worth the question. Um, worth the question. Could be. It's worth it, the question. It, it, it worked out pretty well for him. Hey, um, he's going to America. It seems. So since we're on the uh, uh, Big North, might as well just run through that. Go through. Go look at the girls, uh, and uh, I'm just gonna say this. I think Central's. Um, I don't want to say too close to call, but uh, Central seems like they've been running away with it. I, yeah. They're in the driver's seat for sure. I and they are really like how good that team has been playing. They've come around. They've progressed from where they were in the beginning of the season to where they are now. Very different. Field to uh, Lucia France. They've just they've got two those two they, dynamic players with a softer, fantastic softer, supporting. Uh, cast yes. that everyone seems to know their roles and plays it willingly. Yes, and uh, I think that's what is making them yeah. uh, as successful as they are. I think that's been the biggest difference seeing them recently and earlier in the season. Is that early in the season it was just Jakaya and Lucia. Mm-hmm. That that's yeah. And now those those supporting role players have. Yep been coming through hitting some three-pointers here or there take some taking some some heat off of them uh you know playing good defense you know they'll they'll get some you know nights where different players will step up into that third scorer role then that they really needed because I, I don't think that just having just being a two-headed monster i don't think they were going to be able to to go too far they, they needed somebody else to step up yeah especially if down the road let's say lucy i get some foul trouble they have someone else who can fill in the place which is pretty clutch for them 
So they're at yeah. five and zero oh right now. Alpina is three and two. Cadillac two and two. Petoskey two and four. Gaylord mm-hmm. one and three. And West one and three. So yeah, and, and that and that big third one has been for the most part has been Lorelai Zelinsky. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has been huge. She's come away a, a long ways as a freshman. Um, just from just in a few games, just from seeing them in December and then seeing them now. So it, she's it is a lot more confident that Central does have two games left with Alpina. Yeah. So they've got the makeup uh, against the Wildcats at Alpina, and then they'll host uh, Alpina in their final. Uh, so it's like back-to-back games. Big North game. I don't know if it'll be back-to-back. I don't know if they had the. I don't know if they have a makeup date yet for that Alpina game, and. I don't know if they will, uh, but you think they it's a conference game, so you think that they will. Um, they probably be one of those things where they'll, they'll make it up if it if it matters. If it impacts the yeah. the conference standings. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh yeah, there's not there's nothing there for the girls. Also, same thing. I looked up just to see when was the last time because I know last year they shared it with Cadillac. So and then it, that was actually the first time in a long time they shared or coins, but outright. Um, after double checking just to make sure, sixteen seventeen was the last time they outright okay. had it. All right. Well, yeah, as you guys said, in the driver's seat, uh, we'll f- might as well wrap up the Big North and, and talk Big North hockey uh, before we get into the rest, which will be uh, all basketball. Uh, Central is it's Traverse City Central and Alpena again here. Uh, the Trojans are six and one. Alpena is six and two. West is four and two, Cadillac three and six, Petoskey three and four, and Gaylord zero oh and seven. Uh, the Trojans' remaining conference schedule has them uh, at home against Gaylord, and then on the road at Petoskey, and then technically on the road at Traverse City West. But they both play at the at, at Howe, yeah, so it's yeah. the so it's the same thing. Uh, and then yeah. I think uh, this is I think this is just going to come down to TC West. Mm-hmm. You think it's going to come down to that game? It's going to come down. Well, it's, West is going to decide who wins the Big North. Okay. <laughs> because um, if West can't beat, if they play both Alpena and Central. Mm-hmm. If they beat one or the other, that can tip who wins the wins the league. Um, if if they beat both, then it kind of stays the same. I, know, I, I see Alpena and Central holding serve for those other games, and then it's a matter of whether Alpena can beat West for a second time, and if if Central can beat West for a second time. Petoskey, but West is a dangerous team. Petoskey is, has been <clears throat> such a conundrum the last two years for me uh, because they've got a good amount of talent on that team. I mean, early on, Noah Bodurka uh, Noah was, was looking really good, uh, and I'm surprised to see him sitting at 3-4 and four, uh, in the conference, 9-7-1 and one, uh, overall. Um, but, also. Yeah. Also, since you told me this, too, and I remember Coach Chris Givens, since we CC Central's coach, they're down a lot of players. And they played against the Bayrups with seemed like a very limited players, which might explain why the score was 5 nothing. But aside from that, if they're still down limited players going into conference play, it'd be very interesting to see how they... There were at least three injured players, and I saw one of them had a broken wrist. Yeah. They, they're they're, they're dropping like flies. So. And that was one of the answers Givens gave me as to what happened, I guess, that game. Yeah. Okay, um, moving on to other 
conferences here uh, in the area. Just want to go straight down the list. We'll get into uh, Lake Michigan boys. I that think was my next thing. That I was... think that's really intriguing because St. Francis really could have taken control had they beat Elk Rapids on Friday, but that is not what happened. Elk Rapids came into Tra- uh, Traverse City St. Francis and, and got the win uh, to move a half game ahead uh, of the uh, Gladiators. And so Elk Rapids is 7-2. and two. St. Francis is six and two. Harbor Springs six and three. Charlevoix, which started off so hot, five. is five and three. Uh, Boyne City five and four. Grayling two and five, uh, and then East Jordan one and six, and Kalkaska zero oh and seven. Uh, so there's still there's still a lot to be decided here. I don't think that this is a there's any clear cut uh, winner. Uh, at the moment, it is one of the more intriguing mm-hmm. uh, matchups. If, if you look, uh, Elk Rapids has games uh, against Harbor Springs, East Jordan, Grayling, Charlevoix, and Boyne City. St. Francis, Charlevoix, Kalkaska, Boyne City, Grayling, Grayling again, and uh, at Harbor Springs. So there's there's a lot uh, that's that's still left to be decided here, and and no one has yet taken full control of this conference. W- who's the team that you think could do it? Well, Harbor Springs beat San Francis already, which that's pretty big to have it. And then you have Elk Rapids. And they've got and those two scores in Flynn and Bartell, so they have a, they have they have those wins under their belt. So once they play San Francis again, they could easily take San Francis out of the running. I'm I wouldn't not I would be leaning towards Harbor Springs to make a dramatic comeback and jump three spots to go up there. Just as an underdog, I'm gonna put an underdog here. All right, so you're picking the third place team third place. right now to come in. I mean, a lot of season left. So a lot only of by season a game. left. Only there by a game, and then There's you got a game so each much. against St. Francis and yeah. and Elk Rapids. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, a lot they, of games left. Even though they it. lost against who, who do you like in this race, James? Um, I guess I, I if out of the two, I guess between Elk Rapids and St. Francis, I would just say Elk Rapids, just because they've they're that half game up, but that half game is grayling. Which is not an easy game. No, no. Uh, St. Francis has to play Grayling twice the rest of the season because of the the makeup game. Um, so that's just kind of like the way I think what decides <laughs> the coin flip in that. Otherwise, it's it's pretty darn even. Yeah, it's such a it's it's crazy to look at Grayling with how talented that roster is and see them two and five because they've got <laughs> really good players. Hmm. I mean. East Jordan has really good players as well, and they're one and six. Is this, is it this or the Northwest Conference that's the most competitive in boys basketball? Oof. Well, the Northwest is pretty darn competitive. Pretty low I know we're gonna low get low there. Low. We're gonna get there yeah. in a little bit. Yeah, but I think that's Benji Central I, and there's Buckley. <laughs> it's, Benji I, that's why I asked questions. I asked this question. We'll. Uh, <laughs> I'm just rolling it through my mind. To, to James, I'll just say Northwest if I have to pick one. I guess. Okay. But yeah. All right. All right. Okay, moving on. Uh, Lake Michigan girls basketball. Elk Rapids seems to be right now wow. uh, in in control of that. We'll find out actually tonight. tonight. Uh, Harbor Springs and Elk Rapids one and two play each other. So we're. We're recording this before that game takes place. Elk Rapids is seven and zero. Harbor Springs six and one, and then it drops off to Charlevoix, which is four and three. So it really seems like a two-horse race to me at this point. Do you guys disagree? Uh, yeah. 
You do disagree? No, I I, know, I, I agree that it's, oh, okay. that, it's, <laughs> that it's these that it's those two. I mean, everybody well, else in the league has three losses. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if Parker Springs wins, that's will be very interesting to see what happens. You know, Charlotte boys had they a good share season. It, they could share it. Maybe Grayling's I don't had know. a good season this year, but they would need both Elk Rapids and Harbor Springs to have the wheels fall off. Yeah. Not just one team, but two. Yeah. yeah, and I don't see with the talent that Elk Rapids has in Bergquist and Stanfest and then obviously Harbor Springs with uh, uh, Olivia Flynn. The it's, I mean, the game tonight should be uh, spectacular. They did lose. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. Harbor Springs did lose to Elk Rapids, but they only lost by 10 points. So based on, I'm sure the game was a lot In Elk Rapids, and this one's in Harbor Springs. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so this so. is... I'll I'll ask this: Who wins tonight? Before we head forward, ooh. I mean, I've already been on Harvest Springs. I'm gonna s- stick with Harvest Springs. All right. You never know. I'll go with Elk know. Rapids. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I do think that I think Elk Rapids will be eight and zero after tonight, and I think someone that has to be on Harvest Springs. So I'm, I know I'm that, going that, to be that, that person. That's always good. I'm going to be that. Did person. not have all three I, of us saying the exact same right, thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think that um, I, I'm just I, I have. They're so good, though. Although, I bet <laughs> that, that gym is going to be... Packed. Loud. Rocking. Yeah. For that I one. I have a stat somewhere. Where did I... No. All right. So, yeah, looking at it, Elk Rapids, like I said, they're they're at Harbor Springs tonight, and they've got East Jordan, Grayling, Charlevoix, Boyne City, all at home. And then they have they go to Charlevoix, welcome Kalkaska, and then they end their slate at East Jordan. Harbor Springs hosts... Elk Rapids, Grayling, goes to East Jordan, um, plays at home against Kalkaska, travels to St. Francis, uh, which who are very down. Despite having a good defense, they just don't have any offense, offense. Uh, t- to score points. Yep. Uh, and then Charlevoix and at Grayling. So this is, this is the game tonight. If Harbor Springs wants to stay in this race, they've got to win tonight. So yeah. maybe they know that, and maybe they know coming out that this is – this is a, a winner go home, even though they're just starting the second half of the of the conference season. So that's interesting. Uh, as soon as the second half of the conference starts, like, all right, well, this is a game that decides if you guys get are in the driver's seat for the conference or not. Yeah. Right off the bat. I mean, obviously, the more interesting thing is if Harbor Springs wins. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, we were just talking about it. Northwest Conference uh, in boys basketball. Benzie Central seven and zero. Glen Lake five and one, Frankfurt five and three, Buckley five and four, Onekama three and four, Kingsley three and five, Sutton's Bay two and six, and Leland zero oh and seven. Uh, those <laughs> that 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 conference, I mean, it's so loaded. Good. Kingsley is in sixth place, and they're a good team. Sutton's mm-hmm. Bay has athletes on that team. I saw them. Really square off well against Benzie Central in, in, that, that in that first half. That. Even though the fi- at, at, after at the first half, the score was forty-two to twenty-two. I thought Sutton's Bay played pretty well against a just energized, fast Benzie Central team that is so entertaining. They are like it's fun to watch. I think Benzie might be the most entertaining team that I've seen play since the Buckley 17 squad, 17-18 squad. Wow. Um, that was that wow. was a lot of fun. I th- that's still like one of my top teams of all time. If I had to, if I had to choose like one of my favorite teams of all time, I think it's probably that Buckley squad. 
um, looking at this, uh, looking at this race, what are our thoughts? What do we think? Where, where does this, where does this finish? Uh, is, is it just that, that two horse race right now with, uh, Benzie and Glen Lake and, and Glen Lake can't really afford another misstep. No. And that was one no, of my notes can't. that I written down. It's like, they can't lose. They cannot lose one more game. Yeah. In and, and they're going to have to go to Benzie and beat Benzie. Yeah. That coach to, so to get that extra game. Um, so, yeah, I think Benzie's kind of in control here. Glen Lake obviously has a has their foot in the door and hoping to keep it that way. Um, Frankfurt needs – Frankfurt, Buckley both need a lot of help yeah. to get back into the race. But both of those are going to be dangerous teams in districts too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, yeah, it's a good – I, I think the big thing is, is Benzie cannot let up. They oh, can't they, take their foot off the gas. They have to play every opponent like like I saw them play Sutton's Bay. Yeah. They need to go out there and be like, we need to beat this team immediately, and and then we can we can go from there. They got challenged on Saturday by a Bay Western Bay Bay City Western team at the Jeff McDonald Cadillac Showcase. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that was their first overtime, first legit, probably close game that they've had all season. So, it's nice to see that they got a little challenge and then overcame it. Mm-hmm. But their win against Glen Lake, I've never, that coach was so happy. Like, he, I, that was my first time ever meeting him in person. He seemed like the most happiest guy in the entire, in the whole gym. Very, very happy that this his boys beat Glen Lake. Well, when you get wins, you're you're a very, lot happier. You're, very when, happy. when you, when you're a happy loss. man, dude. You're so, so thrilled. I tell you what, so I'd like happy. to see in the Northwest boys basketball race here is I'd like to see a a game between the coaches. You're so. <laughs> that has to be the the like highest average height of any of the conferences that we have of all the coaches. I mean, yeah, you've got some some big dudes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on on the Northwest race, uh, or should we head to the the girls race? Which right now, uh, Glen Lake might be one team in that one. Maybe. I think that's I yeah. It, yeah. It's Glen Lake seven and zero. Benzie five and two. Kingsley five and two. I think yeah. those. I think those early losses for Kingsley really hurt because yeah. I think they're a super talented team. And I think they could have given, uh, and they still could. Um, they've got another. They've got one more game against Glen Lake, but it's at Glen Lake. Um, and, and most of their remaining conference schedule, it looks like their last one, two, three, or four out of their last five games are on the road for Kingsley in the conference. Um, I will say this though: if Glen Lake wins. Benji, Frankfurt, Suttons Bay, and Kingsley, they've locked up the conference right, up, right off the bat. So they just win the next four to end. They basically have a conference for the sixth straight year. It's pretty wild. A new coach, too, winning the conference. It's a talent machine, dude. Yeah, I mean, when you have <laughs> when you have a program like Glen Lake has uh, that has been built on success for the last, James, I don't know, <laughs> eight years at least? At least, yeah. Close to a decade, almost. Starting so, I mean, it doesn't just go away. No, it's still there. You know, there. That, that mentality, that ability to learn how to win, to, and then also the, the onus that I think a lot of the players take upon themselves to say, we're going to keep this going. 
just because that team won a state championship, that doesn't mean that we can't do something special too. We certainly can, and, and I think that's what we're seeing from the, that Glen Lake team uh, this year as they're sitting at at seven and zero, and in control of their of their destiny. Ski Valley boys is uh, very interesting as Ooh. well, uh, and and right now it it's Bel Air has to beat Mancelona if this is going to be. Uh, a race and and those two play that'll be Mancelona's final that that's the final conference game for both of those those teams that are, are at uh, one and two right now Mancelona 10 and0 Bel Air eight and one of course Bel Air's only loss is to Mancelona uh, so Mancelona has Gaylord St. Mary Inland Lakes Pelston Onaway Forest area and Bel Air uh, Bel Air has St. Mary as well Central Lake Pelston Forest area Joburg Onaway and uh, and they will host Mancelona. I don't know what else is going on that day, but uh, that that should be a game that we will want to cover. Yeah. I, I, would, I would think so because yeah. I don't but, see I don't yeah. see either of these teams losing a conference yeah. game until um, one meet? of them has to lose that game. No, that's not happening. I don't see it either. Yeah, I mean they both play a pretty decent Gaylord St. Mary team, but um, I think they've already both taken St. Mary out the first time around. Uh, so, yeah, I see it coming down to Mansell and Bel Air. That's a, that's a really good game at the end of the season mm-hmm. for all the marbles. Yep. That one's, that one's going to be a good one I, that I, I definitely would like to see. I mean, you know, Bel Air's got, you know, that whole group of kids that have come up together yeah. um, this year, and then they've got Caden Battershell kind of adding into that too, giving them like another guy. And... And then Mancelona gets the spark from the the Macedonian foreign exchange student, uh, and uh, I'm going to try to. It's it's even, oh, not it's even. not Ivan. Oh, it's Kuzmanowski. Kuzmanowski. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he is like a he's a six foot five guard. He plays basically the center on defense, but uh, but on offense he's a guard. He's, they like he like physically looks like Serenus Marshallonis. <laughs> people who go back in basketball a long time enough uh know what he you know one of the original russian guys to come over here and play in the nba uh but uh yeah he he's a nice player that can can take the ball to the hole and shoot and and gives them some size on defense too so uh mancelona's got a nice team as well yeah i think i i thought at the beginning of the season that this was Bel Air's conference to lose, and uh, I mean they're not proving me wrong, but uh, Mancelona is is certainly not proving me right either uh, in, in what they're doing. Um, they they've been absolutely spectacular. Uh, Eight game winning streak. That's this, nothing to sneeze at. Uh, this season, and and I, I think they've they've got a good culture around that team as well, which is really important. I, I think the same can be said for Bel Air. Um, do we have a date? When do they play? When when is that? When, when uh, is that game? February. Which uh, the Bel Air game? Yeah, February twentieth. February twentieth. Okay. It's the second to last game of the season. All right, what day Four of the week is that? Do we know what day of the week that is? The twentieth is. Is that a, a Wednesday? I want to find out right now. Twentieth in February is a Tuesday. A Tuesday. Day after President's Day. Okay. All right. Oh, that's right. Because we're in a leap year this year, aren't we? Correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. It is a leap year. Okay. Correct. All right. So. All right. Well. Uh, 
Yeah, I think it's down to Mancelona and Bel Air. We'll come down to that. Ski Valley Girls, uh, Gaylord St. Mary, 7-1. Inland Lakes, 7-1. Joe Burke, 5-3. Mancelona, 5-3. Uh, and then it kind of drops off from there. You get a lot of four loss, mm. uh, six loss, five loss, and six loss teams uh, mm. in that one. So uh, St. Mary and Inland Lakes, uh, this will be very interesting because it looks like that is also Last the games. final game yep. of the conference slate. Yep. Uh, it's like they did this on purpose. It's funny. Um, it's funny how things work. So uh, it, with that one, I mean, it, it is completely up in the air right now uh, with a tide. Uh, so there's an argument to, made, to be made that this is the most interesting conference race right now uh, yeah. with these two teams. Uh, and they've ha- have they met? That they've met already, is that right? I'm looking at this. And yeah, they. I guess they have met. Do we know who? Because uh, I didn't have that. Yes. Who? Gay- Gaylord St. Mary beat in the Lakes okay. um, just a couple of days ago mm-hmm. by and who 12. Did, who did? By 8. I'm sorry. All right. <clears throat> what is St. Mary's only loss then? Who did they lose to? They lost to late Leonor St. Mary's, which. They lost to. No, so they're, they're they, they lost to Bel Air in the league. They lost to Bel Air in the, in the league. Okay. In December. Yes. Oh, okay. league wise, yes. Early December? It was in. Mm, yeah, yep, mid December. Uh, the 19th. Okay. okay. All right. But, yeah. Um, and then as far as if they were to win it again, it would be their third straight, which is pretty. They're straight for Gaylord St. Mary, yes. Correct. That's what and I mean. And it would, be the Saturday, it would be the Tuesday after the the boys' game that's going to decide. Wow. The ski okay. So it would be the that's 27th. Awesome. So awesome. this is nice because we get to kind of plan out what our coverage yes. is going to be and where we're going to – even though we say we're going to be at these places, who knows what it's going to be like um, on those days. Yeah, it'll probably end up being like the same day as Central West or something. It'll be mm. It'll be something. <laughs> There, there's always, uh, always uh, it, when it gets to this time of the year, there's always so much going on uh, that we try to cover uh, as best as we possibly can. All right, uh, we've just got what the Highland we conference, go. the Highland and the and the West Michigan D. We'll do this and and wrap things up. Uh, McBain, obviously, who is now number two in the uh, MHSAA power ratings for Division Three, I think. Uh, division. Uh, they are this. eight and zero. Oh, uh, Beale City nine and two, and it's really just them because after that, McBain NMC is five and three in the conference. So it's going to come down to to McBain um, and Beale City. And good. so I, I I like McBain because they have Evan Haverkamp, and he is quite a good player and showed that he can go toe to toe with someone like Charlie Howell. Ooh. And those two basically just battled each other to, I think they both had single digits in that game. Um, so that, McBain is certainly in the driver's seat here uh, in the Highland. Any thoughts on, on what we're looking at in this race? Yeah, yes. and McBain, yeah, completely, and, and Haberkamp. And I, just, I, don't, I don't know that anybody in the Highland Conference has anybody that's an answer to, to Evan Haberkamp. Yeah. I mean, he's a, a six foot nine beast. Uh, you know he's put together well. He's not a string bean. He, you know, very athletic for a, for a six nine guy. Um, I'm not sure why you're not hearing more recruiting talk about him. Just because he's put together very well and, yeah. and seems like the perfect kind of guy that a lot of colleges would be recruiting. And I think that it would serve them well to have uh, a good postseason run. 
as well. I mean, yeah. that's a great way that's to get some attention. That's huge. Well, mm-hmm. I know it would be very interesting if we're talking postseason. They, if they run into San Francisco again, how different it would be. Because obviously they lost to San Francisco in the postseason. Which yeah. is, so we'll see what problem they might arise. But they seem to be very good. The Highland Girls race is very <laughs> interesting uh, as well. Especially you, you look at Lake City, which they have that one blemish on there at 9-1. and one. That was to Everett, I think, in the second game of the season. Yes. This, uh, uh, it was either the first or second game of the season that Lake Lake City lost. Yeah, they, they started off 0-2, and, and then they slashed off 12 straight wins to put them at 12-2. Uh, when, when do they when do, when do, did they play already? They haven't played already. they got to play again, right? Uh, oh, yeah, okay, so Lake City and Manton, that's the second to last yep. uh, in, in theirs. That's another must-see game yep. as well, and that's at Manton, which mm-hmm. I, which is, you know. Closer. Yes, <laughs> and I do think that we should definitely, definitely, definitely cover that game uh, because it it's features, the 16th. It, it features um, Mackenzie Bisball yeah. and Lauren Wilder, who yeah. n- will, I, I can say this pretty confidently, uh, will be on the Dream Team. No, really. Yeah. Like I think they'll no be way. I really? think they'll be on Pretty sure. I, I know that you <laughs> bre- I know that you break down, you know, five players on each. And I think last year we did a sixth man. Yeah. To make it a little yes. more yes. Yeah, I think yes. we did a six on in yes. each team yeah. this year. So, so yeah. yeah. But I'm still pretty confident that I'm those confident. two players are gonna be And probably Bisball and Hiller. Somewhere in there too, yeah. The other Bisball, yeah. Allie, Allie Bisball and uh, Aubrey Heller, yes, yeah. will will be there as well. And I, I mean, Friday night game too. Lauren Wilder and Mackenzie Bisball, both in the running for Girls Basketball Player of the Year. Yes, uh, they're, they're yes. definitely in a conversation. I mean, yeah, conversation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, conversation. Cause yeah, because in girls you don't have the the reigning player of the year back like you do in boys with Rival. I mean, although he's yeah. been he's not hurt back, so much, back. That, that's going to be a big Sam hindrance. Sam yeah. So the boys is kind of a little bit open as yeah, well. Boys yeah. is pretty open. Uh, how do we how do we feel about these two teams? I mean, ultra talented. This is I, I feel like Lauren Wilder has been waiting for this season, and I think a lot of Manton fans have been waiting for Lauren Wilder to have a full, healthy season that isn't inter- interrupted by an injury or a pandemic uh, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is... And where she's not the only person, right. scorer, the only is, major scorer on the team. This is her time to shine. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, now she's got she's got a bit of help around her, uh, a couple other players who can take a little bit of that burden from time to time. She doesn't have to go out and score 30 every night. Uh, you know, so... The yeah. defense, the defensive part, is where they are. Obviously, I mean, Manton's already beaten Everett twice. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Even though uh, head coach uh, John Katona, is that how you say yeah. the last name? John Katona, he said they got lucky the first time around. Uh, he felt really good about their their most recent win uh, that they had. Uh, Lake City uh, obviously got the revenge on Everett as well. Uh, so they have. They're at Pine River, at Beale City, at Roscommon, uh, home against McBain NMC. Uh, then they travel to Manton, and then they have McBain. Manton's re- remaining games, they've got a makeup against Roscommon. McBain NMC, Beale City, at Pine River, at Roscommon, uh, hosting Lake City, and then uh, finishes off at Houghton Lake, which as of right now hasn't won a conference game uh, since we're talking about that right now. Um, 
But yeah, it's 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 a two horse race. Um, one of them's got to win it. One of them already beat him. In I don't think this season. is a shared title, right? Since they go head to head, someone's gonna have two losses at least. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I I think that'll probably be Lake City. Uh, Man just doesn't have the. Yeah. It's just not a good matchup head to head for them. Man's a really good team, but they just don't have anybody size wise to match up with either of the Bizballs. Yeah, they were very good. Even the last. Uh, what was the score in their first game? It was yeah. not close. Sixty-eight to thirty-four. Wow. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm a little they hesitant. They doubled them up. Very little hesitant to uh, just claim Manton, but they smoked them. Yeah. Bizballs went off. Yeah, and they, they put. Off. And they put McKenzie on Lauren Wilder. Yeah. Well, yeah. Defensively. Makes sense. Yeah. Which has everyone else having to try to take care of a load, which can be yeah. a little bit difficult. And, and Lake City has balls. held hey, you never know, four right? teams game, under game, 20 never points know. this season, including their last two games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. But hey, you never know. never know. I've seen crazier things happen. Seen crazier things happen. Yeah, and I mean, and just as I was saying that, you know, people have been waiting for this season for Lauren Wilder. Uh, people in Lake City have been waiting for this season for for the Bizballs as well. Yeah, and, this, and this, this, this season. This and season. I, I was so confused by their 0-2 start. Yeah, I think I've been um, And since then, they've won 12 straight. Yeah, they've been. So I, I, I'm... Curious to know what happened in that two games and whether or not that will be seen as a blessing where they were like, nope, you may have all the talent in the world, but you still got to play. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Right. Well, Everett, Everett's had a pretty decent season. Um, you know, that was one of the two teams that beat them early. Yeah. I think they're eight and three, so they're the other team in the the third in the race. And then the other one they lost to was Frankenmuth, who's a top ten team. Yes. Yeah. So. All right, uh, last conference that we will take a look at before we wrap things up here. We're already an hour into this show. I knew, I knew conference talk was going to take a while uh, to talk about, but uh, West Michigan D, uh, Brethren, uh, 6-0, and Crossroads, uh, 7-1, Pentwater, 4-2, Massey Catholic Central, 4-2. So it's really uh, just down to Brethren and Big Rapids and the boys. And then in the girls' race, uh, I believe it is – oh, did I – Oh, that well, that was the girls' race. Sorry, the um, yeah, by the way, no. And then Petwater yep. is is ten and zero right now, uh, and Baldwin eight and one, uh, Brethren eight and two, and the boys. So the the boys' race really isn't much of our concern. That's kind of out of uh, a little bit out of our coverage area. Um, but we bit. we do have the Brethren girls doing some good things uh, and possibly winning a, a conference title uh, in that one. I really like Brethren's chances to win this. Um, Especially after getting Grace Kidd from Manistee yeah, Catholic. Grace Kidd, who's Manistee Catholic's best player, transferring to Brethren. Um, after she turned 18, she can go wherever she wants, kind of oh. as a free agent. Wow. <laughs> sort of. Uh, nice. So so she turned 18 and, and went to Brethren, and you know they had a good team before that. Yeah. <laughs> and that just adds one more weapon to that team. And you know they like to press, and that adds one more body that they can throw at that press. And there's there's a lot of D four teams that do not want to see them in the playoffs. No, and that's the thing. Like if they do make it to the playoffs, because <clears throat> their their second game they lost, so it could be that one player could help them get over the hump and win a district. 
All right, well, that will wrap up our conference race talk uh, here on the Get Around. Uh, before we get into our interview with uh, Benzie Central's Jackson Childers and Miles Pritchett, one more word from our sponsor, Jimmy John's. This episode of the Get Around podcast is sponsored by Jimmy John's with two locations here in Traverse City. Jimmy John's spends six hours slicing and baking every day to make you a 30-second sandwich. Jimmy John's, freaky fresh, freaky fast. Freaky yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Benzie Central's Jackson Childers and Miles Pritchett of the Northwest Conference leading Huskies joined James and Jordan for a conversation a little bit earlier. Let's listen to that right now. The Get Around Podcast is happy to have on Benzie Central basketball players Jackson Childers uh, thanks for having me on and Miles Pritchett yeah it's good to be here uh, you guys are coming off uh, overtime win against uh, Bay City Western was it I think over the weekend yeah it was Bay City yeah, Western Bay City Western it was a good Cat game high. tough team yeah that's a much bigger school than you guys yeah I think they're class A yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're like division one they don't have the best record but they they play some tough teams yeah, so. they play really they, tough teams yeah, they, sure. They gave it. They made it a game for you guys. This yeah. has to have been one of I wouldn't say challenging games, but it's definitely one of those eye-opening games. Like anyone can beat us, yeah. obviously. What was it that they get? They threw at you guys that made it a lengthy game, like going to overtime. I guess they just they were they weren't missing shots really. Just they every uh, time we made a shot, they just had an answer for it. They come back down, make a three, and we have to go down and score. And yeah. Yeah. I just kept going back and forth. How fun is it to play in showcases like that where you see a bunch of a plethora of teams? Obviously, you played Cadillac already, so you've seen them, and then there's a plethora of other teams. How cool is that to be a part of something like the Jeff McDonald? It's pretty fun to do something like that, especially you get to sit there the whole day and just watch good teams go at it, even after your games are over. So, like, as far as you guys went the first game of the day, were you? Yeah, we yeah. were. So, so, how cool is it knowing that you guys are the first game, goes into overtime? Obviously, it sets back a lot of the other games because a lot of the other games have to wait before they get started. But once you get to, once you're done, you you know that you guys have won. Now you can just sit in the stands. How many other games did you guys watch? Did you watch all of them? How many other games did you guys stay no, for? No, we just watched that Petoskey game. Yeah, we most, most of the team watched that one because we play them later. Later in the season, yeah. yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which they're a tough team too. Yeah, they're good. Potowski? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's coming up in like two weeks. Yep. Yeah, two weeks or so. Yeah, we were supposed to play them earlier in the season. It got canceled. Can- yeah, postponed because of snow, snow weather, and all that yeah. stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah, pretty much everybody canceled that thing. Except for Harbor Springs. <laughs> Somehow they managed. Somehow they managed. <laughs> um, well, you had a pretty big game in that Bay City Western game, right? Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good game. <laughs> uh, missed way too many layups. Yeah, we both did. It was yeah, bad. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> we just, yeah. yeah, you had a lot of rebounds, though. Yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah. I had like 11 rebounds, I yeah. think. I asked I your coach. I asked your coach for stats and all of that stuff. He, the first cup after a few sentences, he said, Miles Pitcher MVP. I'm just, I don't know what his rebounding is, but he definitely had a double-double. Yeah. He gave you a lot of pops for how you played that that night when you obviously I don't know how often you hear your coach talk about how great your game is but when you hear your coach you seem like a very modest person like you're very yeah. self it sounds like self-made but as far as when you hear Josh your coach give you pops what goes through your head as far as knowing okay I'm doing something right yeah I mean it definitely hypes me up 
It definitely hypes me up because I know I'm doing good and helping my team win, which is always good. How fun is it to play with the Man City next to you? Oh, yeah, it's real fun. We've been playing together for like three years now. We played so many games together. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to bug the coach to send in stats for the, uh, for the leaders, too. Yeah. You guys will probably both be in there yeah. for yeah. a couple of categories. Oh, yeah. Easy. <laughs> we, we can cut that part out. Um, so I understand uh, both you guys like to play video games, but the uh, quality is not the same between you two. <laughs> That's what he told Who us. Who said that? Huh? Who said that? Oh, Coach Crocker. The only he said, one. He said you're really good at basketball or at video games, and you're not very good. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> He's definitely lying about that because I am definitely better than Miles. No, he is not lying about no. that. Well, what what game do you guys? What video Depends games? On the game. yeah. What about like, two two K, I mean, FIFA, okay, Madden? Taking miles all day. Uh, yeah, probably that's true. That's probably Madden. True. I'm beating miles, but if we're playing like, I'm probably like say like Fortnite. Oh I'd yeah. Lose. There was like yeah. a Fortnite phase like a few months ago. I was definitely whooping him yeah. at that. Maybe that's what he remembers. Yeah. That's probably what it was. But what's your what game is your go to? Like okay, if you like tournament style, you know. Oh, your boys are coming are coming over. You guys are playing a tournament game or something. What's that one game where you know I am beating everyone in this room? I'm taking anybody in Call of Duty. Okay. Anybody. Okay. I'll put my money to my mouth. <laughs> what about you, Miles? Yeah, he's probably beating me in Call of Duty. But <laughs> What's yours? My go-to game probably, I mean, I know on our team we got, we actually got some gamers on our team. I'll probably take second place if we played Fortnite, though. That's, that's pretty, yeah. pretty modest, pretty confident. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's what's the what's the team's go-to game on the bus? Uh, you guys play cards, or you just watch like movies, or everybody's just mean, sleeping or listening to music? Usually, or? Everyone's usually like silent, honestly, yeah. just watching yeah. like TikTok or taking a music. nap. Naps, yeah, a lot of people yeah. take naps. We haven't had a lot of road games though, like bar yeah, distance. That's true. Yeah, at least mm-hmm. had so many home games. A lot early. of home games, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it depends on outcome, but how different is the way there and the way back? Honestly, I haven't even taken the bus one time back. Not a lot of yeah. people do. Yeah. Our parents go to the yeah. games. That's true, yeah. They just so, check you out? Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are not really getting, like, card games going but on no. After a on loss, way back. Though, it's like, That's, yeah. it's like you know, you want to be silent, but you want to talk to your teammates, too, after a loss. But it's kind of it's kind of a way to bond, though, after a loss. Because you learn from it and stuff. Yeah. It's a way to get better. Mm-hmm. I mean, as of late, you guys, just elephant in the room, haven't lost that many yeah. games right now. Yeah, you guys yeah, are kind of yeah. hot right now. How do you stay content knowing what, what what you guys are doing, it has not been done in a couple of years, yeah. obviously. It's yeah. been a couple of years since Benji has gotten back to where they're really good at basketball. Uh, as far as you guys being around, I mean, you, you've seen it. You know which... which year I'm talking about but how do you stay content and living in the moment taking one game at a time I mean yeah just like you said one game at a time and just go out there and play our game play how we play I mean we have a good record so far and we just want to like every night we go out there play hard we want to keep that good record we want to keep winning you guys are fun also fun team to watch you guys the sidelines just gets amped up for whenever you guys are making cool passes I'm talking about you one of your teammates Glenlay game, Andrew, made about yeah. behind the back pass. Andrew Gray. Yeah, and I, the one of the TV guys got that on oh, replay, yeah. and he kept showing it to me. That was 
It's pretty cool. So I, when you see like your player, your teammates yeah. make really cool passes, or they even dunk the ball, or do anything sp- spectacular, what as far as just how excited is that for you, and how much of a boost is it for everyone on the court and off the court? Yeah, I mean, the crowd went crazy after he made that behind the back play to Rowan. It's really just fun, like to watch your teammates do something really good. It just gets you really hyped. And then your coach said that a lot of people talked about your guys' style of play, street ball. Like when you hear that, oh, yeah, that obviously the way it reacted, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've definitely heard this before, yeah. but it works right now. It's working. Yeah, yeah. Where as far as just knowing people who has criticized your, your game, who may not have seen you guys play, and they go out and watch you, they're like, okay, I I understand this. Yeah, I mean, we do play like street ball type, like yeah, but. Uh, we can set up plays if we want to, but yeah. we played uh, like our suit and we play better playing street ball, so that's how we do it. Mm-hmm. It really like brings out who's the better team when a team doesn't set up an offense and they can just go out there and score when they want to. And how fun is it to be a part of that? Knowing, oh, yeah, that's real fun. I would assume yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, everyone's getting their touches. I mean, it seems like every time we get stats, it's like three guys are in double figures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like everyone is getting their touches, despite if you run an offense or you don't run an offense. Someone is scoring and someone is getting that rebound, whether it's you or Andrew or you or a few other guys on the team. Mm-hmm. It's a collective effort, despite the coin phrase that you get, they describe you guys as a street, a street ball team. Yeah. So. That's going to be hard to defend, too. I mean, exactly. the team's being like, you know. We don't know exactly what they're going to be doing. Yeah, uh, you know, cause they don't have necessarily a formulated set offense. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, have you guys have you guys both seen Hoosiers? Hoosiers, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Well, never seen Hoosiers. While, yeah. Never no. seen Hoosiers. Okay. No, I think Grayson Converse looks like Jimmy Shitwood. Yes. Honestly, I think Rosa said that. I've never seen that. That sounds like something Rosa would coach, say. Yeah, I think he's actually brought that yeah. up before. I think I said that to him like about a year or so yeah. ago. Like I saw him doing a JV game. Yeah. I got there early and saw a JV game, and I'm like, that kid looks like Jimmy Sherwood. Yeah. Oh, I see <laughs> it now. He's always bringing up movie Oh, I see it now. Uh, at our practices. So. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. I'd like, yeah. It's, 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 we actually so, have to look that up. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Now you have to watch it. Yeah, I don't know just what that is. I've never just, heard of that. Yeah, it's just an old basketball movie. It's, uh, a, it's, a, cl- it's a classic basketball. All right. Movie. Yeah, um, just about Indiana high school basketball. And Indiana used to be in the old days. I think they do it different now, but it used to be that yeah. all the schools were in one. Mm-hmm. There was there was no classes. Yeah, it was like nope. one division. Uh, yep. Okay. So like, you guys could be playing Rockford. Oh, in yeah. districts oh, yeah. or, or something, you know, <laughs> or or you could be playing uh, Manistee Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> It was just wasn't matched up by size, so. Oh, Flynn Beecher. Eventually, yeah, probably. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a great classic basketball yeah. movie. Uh, yeah. When you when you when you should, I think it'd be good to see. So, um. So uh, I've heard you're you're kind of a goofball. Yeah. A little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, but I heard like as a kid that you had like a phobia of mascots. Yeah, I used to always be scared of, like, Chuck E. Cheese. Like, as a, when I used to live down in, like, Kalamazoo, so yeah. we used to go to, like, Chuck E. Cheese and all that when me and my brother were younger, and, yeah, I was scared of mascots. I used to be scared of dogs and all that. Yeah. How did you get over that? Oh, you I, was, I don't know. Just, I kind of got forced. Like, my they like, hold me down, get me close to all of them. The bench has adapted. <laughs> yeah. You guys have a you guys have a mascot, right? Like, I mean, we, yeah, we do, but no one dresses in it yeah. anymore. 
Well, I'm pretty sure younger people used to. Yeah. When we they, went to the they have a like Husky mascot? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure we have a suit. I don't think anyone <clears> wants to put it on, though. <laughs> No. Down the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Hubby doesn't smell too good it inside anymore. Stinks, yeah. right. <laughs> Just give it a good washout and, yeah. you know, maybe make one of the JV kids do it. Go to the dry cleaning, fix oh, it up yeah. a bit. Take that on the road together oh, every time you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. It's not in use. Make it make it like the person who makes, the, from the JV team, who, like, makes the fewest free throws in practice or yeah. something like that has to be the mascot. <laughs> That's a good idea. Some, yeah. Something like that, you know? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I guess the Great Wolf Lodge one used to get you too. Oh, that used to get me too. Yeah, <laughs> used to always <laughs> walk wolf. around. I'd be running away from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have any any things like that? Any? I don't know. Or, I or superstitions or anything? I didn't even know he was scared of mascots. I never knew that. <laughs> well, I mean, that used to be. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming Bastards. not anymore, right? Not anymore, no. Hey, out of boy, buddy. Out of yeah, I know. Good job. How do I? Yeah, when did you move up here? Over eighth grade? Yeah, eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. So he didn't go to like elementary school here. So yeah. okay. Yeah. You used to so you used to live in Kalamazoo. Yeah, I grew up in Kalamazoo, and I moved here when I was like six or something like that. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. And where'd you where'd you move here from? I used to live in New York City. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. So bit of a change. Yeah. So my mom was born and raised here in Benzie, and then she moved to New York just because she wanted that change, and then I was born and raised there. But then she moved back here and stuff. All our family's up here and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we just ended up moving back here. How was how that big city life compared to here, like when you were living in a big city? I mean, it was, it was kind of, it's kind of crazy because, like, everything here is so far away. Like, I have to drive so far. But, like, in New York, you can just walk around the corner and there's a store and stuff like that. It's cold to shock, huh? Yeah. But at least you can have a car here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a lot yeah. more, a lot more <laughs> expensive to have a car in New York City. I would not be driving in New York. Driving's pretty fun, so I like to drive. There's a lot of one-way streets, yeah. and you gotta like make a left turn. You miss a turn, you're like, crap! I gotta go all the way out yeah. down the street. But yeah, I lived 60 minutes south of LA, so I can understand that big city. And traffic change. was bad down there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Is there one thing you miss, and what is it? Uh, I just liked how everything was so convenient. Yeah, too. Just everything was right there. I literally had, like, a Wendy's across the street from my house. <laughs> New York-style pizza or Detroit-style? I like New York-style pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Those long, skinny slices, I like that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I can't eat that. Um, I guess to get back to basketball, uh, you guys got Kingsley tonight. It's oh, the yeah. start of the second, second turn around the mm-hmm. Northwest yeah, Conference, right, yeah. for you guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking forward to the the first time or the second time seeing all these teams? You you beat them all the first time around. Uh, what do you think is going to happen the second time? You get a, maybe you get a, a better punch because uh, you already beat them once. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they they got something on us now, so they're gonna come out playing better. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's our second time around. We already played um, Buckley twice, so we're done with them. But this second time around, I feel like we've gotten so much better. You know, it's going to be more fun to play against these teams. Maybe do better than we didn't do the first time we played them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kingsley game last time was a little close. Yeah, so it was. Kind of close. You said they were hitting three-pointers all over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you got to do different this time to get a, a better result? Just play better defense. Yeah, <laughs> just play with the confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play out to the three-point line more. Yeah. Make them go to the rack. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then you got like a whole after that. I mean, it's such it's four games in a row, all on the road. So yeah. you're you're going on the road here to. You got Kings of the AS is home. Then you got Onekama and Frankfurt on the road, and then Leland at home. But you got four Northwest games in a row before that Petoskey game. Yeah. Um, and all those are pretty solid teams. I mean, Kingsley and Ekema, Frankfurt have been yep. having some pretty solid yeah, yeah. games there. What, what, uh, what did you see the first time around from Onekema and Frankfurt? I mean, Frankfurt. When Frankfurt came out, they just came out super slow. You could kind of tell they were like, I don't know. I don't want to say scared, but like they came out slow, and we definitely just yeah. pressured them super hard yeah. in the beginning and got that lead. Like deliberate. Yeah. Kind of slow. Yeah. Yeah. We had a huge crowd, maybe nerves or something for them. Yeah, my game. We play home against them. Was that away? No, we're away. Thursday. Yeah, you guys travel. Yeah, so the first one we've been at home. Yeah. Yeah, first one was at home. Onakuma. That was a good game, right? They but, stuck with us well, yeah, for a little ha- bit. Yeah, halftime. It was like tied, wasn't it? Yeah, they stuck with us for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, the first half. It was, it was a close <coughs> game, first half. And then we just mm-hmm. pulled away at the second half. I mean, we have such mm-hmm. a deep bench, honestly. That's yeah. another thing that so you guys have. So many guards, yeah. we can just throw them in. The other team gets gassed. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you guys are fast. You guys yeah. do you have fast breaks. Like, as soon as one person gets the ball, you're either already down the court or you have, you're have you down the court, yeah. and someone, there's one person always down there. Yeah. They can just throw away. Yeah. That's what our coach is always, like, trying to push. He's trying to push us to play fast pace and get transition buckets. And it threw Glenn Lake off a little bit. Yeah. The more time you guys got in fast break with him, like they, you guys rhythm offset theirs, and they had to kind of get back to it, and eventually you guys stuck with that lead the entire time. Once you guys took that lead, it was over. Like there yeah. was no way they were gonna get it back. Mm-hmm. Um, then the later in the season you get Petoskey, you said you saw them the other night at the, sh- at the showcase. Yeah. What uh, what kind of matchup are they for you? They look really good. Yeah, they're a tough team. Yeah, so. they are good, but uh, I talked to our coach about it. You know, he says it's a good matchup for us because they don't really have anyone as strong in the post and then we feel like our guards can run with their guards but mm-hmm. I forgot who they played that weekend but they smacked them by like 30 points I don't remember what that team name I was I don't remember mm-hmm. the other team they played though it was Grand Rapids Union I think it was I don't know Grand Rapids Union Grand Rapids Union oh, yeah. yeah and they did win by exactly 30 yep yeah. wow well then again well, I mean well we don't know anything about that other team no, yeah. yeah they haven't won a game but oh. Union <laughs> No, I just looked it up right now. Yeah, that makes sense. I've seen them in basketball one time. Just looked it up. Or football. I I covered a football game of theirs. They played T.C. West in the first round of the playoffs. It was the year when everybody got in. Yeah. (laughs) And then West played, and, and like, (laughs) Grand Rapids Union was, I think, 0-9 or something like that. It was such a shellacking. Uh, But speaking of T.C. West, you got them coming up. Towards the end of the season, too. Yeah, second-to-last game, I think. Yeah, Yeah. a home game for you, too. good, I saw. Yeah, yeah, they look really nice. They're doing, they're doing really good. They, yeah. they play up tempo. They got a lot of yeah. good guards. Fast, right? Yeah. yeah, but you'll, you'll be like the biggest guy in the court. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> yes. big guy, no, but yeah. not really. I got some good players. They got a whole team. lineup of like six two, six three yeah. guards. Yeah. That's a good team. Yeah, that'll be a fun game. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a fun matchup for us, especially because our, I feel like our bench is just as deep as theirs with our point guards. We'll try and run with them. Mm-hmm. Then our last game, we got Ludington, which they're a tough team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they hung out. Yeah. yeah, they have a uh, David. Schillinger. Yeah, David Schillinger. He's tough. Yeah, good player. Yeah, and they, they, they was it? No, it was Whitehall that beat Cadillac. Whitehall, yes. yeah, just the other day. Yeah. 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 All those teams down to the south over there. Yeah. Lettington, Whitehall. Even Big Rapids. It's a little bit. Um, 
what are, so what are you guys' goals this, for this season, though? I mean, you had the the, the district a couple years ago. You, you beat St. Francis and kind of got that monkey off your back, won the district and everything. But what is this year's kind of goal for you guys to, to accomplish? I mean, our first goal is to get number one in the conference, which we are right now. We just got to make mm-hmm. sure we get Keep that going. first. Keep being these conference teams that we already beat. Then we want to... You know, we want to win districts. Yeah, I guess, yeah, win districts and then go game for game, keep trying to win. Yeah, as far as we can it's make goal, it, yeah. we know we got McBain in districts, so mm-hmm. they're going to be tough a tough team. matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, McBain's oh, really yeah. good. That's really, that's really who we have our eyes on, honestly, McBain. Yeah, yeah. you love your, yep, you love your hands know. full there. Yeah. I know who he is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's good that you guys have your eyes set for something. Uh, on, even though it's one game at a time, you guys yeah, still exactly. have a bigger goal. It's like, yeah. damn. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what a lot of teams do. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you guys played travel ball together. Yeah, for a while before high yep. school and stuff, right? We yeah. played, we played on UTS Elite our sophomore year, down in Grand Rapids. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we played for P forty five our junior summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. We uh, made it to one tournament. Oh yeah, that's April. right. <laughs> yeah. What are some of those memories though about playing travel ball? Because I mean that is more kind of, you know, you're just traveling and usually in a car. With a yeah, couple I mean, of parents, maybe. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. The car rides are fun. The hotels, yeah. staying with the team, tournaments are fun. It's like the refs don't really call anything, so you just like <laughs> foul and stuff. It's fun. Fast-paced games, yeah. high scoring. Yeah, they're. they're I fun remember to play. we one time we woke up super, or it was either we woke up super late or we stayed out late to watch um, Mikey Williams Mikey play. Williams. That oh, was so wow. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Down in was that Indiana? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we saw Bronny play too. Bronny too, yeah. yeah that was really fun. Oh wow! So you I was guys hoping are, LeBron. What was just they, they, they had a EYBL tournament down in Indiana. Same time we were playing in the tournament. Yeah. So we would watch them play. Yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah. tight. Dang. You guys have to get into those kind of tournaments, or no, we just, we just I don't remember. Them. Yeah, I think yeah, we just we walked walked all those travel ball tournaments just kind of free to watch. Yeah. Watch. Or? I mean, mo- I mean, most I of them like are 50-50, I think. Like the overtime, yeah. the overtime yeah. tournaments that they do, you, that's definitely, like you're paying because you're yeah. watching like yeah. Cooper Flag yeah. and yeah. Bonnie and a few other of those boys. Like you have to pay to walk in. Oh, yeah, yeah I love those ones. Yeah. yeah. Although I would love to see Cooper Flag though. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah, that would be, <laughs> be so fun. Mm-hmm. Same. So I heard you were uh, famous for just falling asleep as soon as you get in the car <laughs> on, on road trips. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the moment. So normally what we would do is we'd meet at Jackson's house, then we'd go to Grand Rapids from there. The moment I got in his mom's car, I would just always. pass out. I would always <laughs> fall asleep. All the way. Yeah. You like stay up late? And then that, that's got to be a, a bonus I mean, skill of. for basketball players because <laughs> like, I have a hard time sleeping in a car. See, I can't, yeah, I can't sleep in a car either. It's hard. I'll, I'll sleep in a car all day. If I'm really tired, same. See, you're all refreshed. You're still tight. You. <laughs> I, I can't sleep for like games either. I'll just show up and I'll be all tired. And I'll be like sluggish and stuff. So. Yeah, I used to just, like I I was in the wrestling team when I was in high school, and I like everybody else would be like sleeping on the bus, and I'm yeah. like, how can you do this? Yeah. Like this is a bus, even There's, like the shocks stink. Yeah. <laughs> and you feel every bump, and I'm like, I don't know how you can do this. Exactly. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. Oh man. Um, just uh, looking back at the the first half of the season for you guys, though, what are what are some of the things that stand out 
for you guys as some of the most memorable moments? Next part. Better wins, best plays. Definitely my favorite game was that Frankfurt game. I feel like mm-hmm. we really like dominated that game and everyone contributed. Everyone recorded a stat of some kind. I feel like that game was just super fun. Everyone got in, everyone got minutes. That was definitely my favorite game. Oh, man. I don't even really know. I thought that Cadillac game was fun yeah. over time. I, li- I like those tight games like that. It's, it's fun, like, having pressure on you. Mm-hmm. Those overtime games. Yeah, those are, those are the best. That is the first overtime game this season, too. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Dang. I think so. I mean, like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. We had yeah. last year with Ludington. Yeah, last year. Wasn't that double overtime? No. I thought it was, but I think yeah, it was. not yeah. I remember, because you hit a three, put us in overtime. Yeah. I think that was it. And then they wrecked us in overtime. Yeah. We were close, though. No, nah, it was just one overtime. Yeah. Yeah. It was the last game of the season. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys won seven in a row. <clears throat> Ten year last 11. Yeah. Dogs are parking. Yeah. Win streak. Yeah. We got to keep it going. There you go. Where are you guys going for districts this year? It's home. Uh, yeah, you host You hosting? Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember the last time we've hosted. But we got a nice gym, though. It's yeah. been a while. I'm aware, yeah. It's, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, you got the nice new court. Yeah. Yeah. How do you guys like the court? Oh, I the like court. it, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Is, it, is it played different, having a court like that, or does it just look cool? I think it just looks cool. <laughs> yeah, it just looks cool. <laughs> we, got, we got brand new backboards, too. Just oh, yeah, like we did. Year. We did get new backboards. Just I forgot year, about that. Yeah. Which I don't really like. Those our old ones used to like extend down, so it's easier to pin black. But now they're like higher up. But it's alright. <laughs> they don't come down when you dunk yeah. as much. Um, they're a little stiff. You don't, yeah, they're stiff. You don't. Yeah. Uh, you you can dunk, right? I can dunk. Yeah. Do you choose to? I. Tr- so if you I had an option and you're see, up, let's could. say you are up by like thirty. There's a running clock going on, and Josh gives you the AOK to show off once are you taking that opportunity i mean yeah okay like i can dunk easy on a fast break like one time jackson mm-hmm. uh, he threw me a cross-court pass because i was just leaking out down there and i threw it down it's just hard to do it without like a running start for me yeah gotcha mm-hmm. no, he, Got can, it. he can't do it without standing like just under the rim he just chooses not to because <laughs> his knees hurt that's but. that's debatable i feel like i need like a few steps at least there's a there's a few moments in the Glen Lake game where I really thought you were gonna throw it up and like slam it yeah. down, but you just re, re, quick rebound, go under, then just yeah. rebound. Yeah. That's probably your preferred choice. I just choice. picked like the safer option because I could go. try yeah. and get it, but like if I get rim stuff, then it's just gonna look bad, and I wasted an opportunity <laughs> for us to score. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so who was it that got the technical against Kingsley the last time for Duncan in pregame? Oh, oh, that was oh yeah. yeah. Your coach told me about this. Snap the rim. Yeah. He's like. I think he's six foot tall. Yeah, I think. He says probably maybe five eleven. Five eleven. But he always tries to dunk. I mean, he could jump though. He just can't dunk. Yeah, he snapped the rim. Yeah, I didn't and they, see the refs out there. I didn't see him either. They, they got like a foul. You guys, you guys got a foul, and they shot two free throws yeah. before the game even started. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I mean, this. Our coach was pretty mad at him, but that was like his career high. He had like sixteen points. Yeah, that's most of Yeah, I think he was our leading scorer. That he was. Yeah. He was conflicted. Coach was conflicted. Oh, he did great, but he'd make up for it. Yeah. Made up for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Your coach told me about that, and I was like, "Wait, you got a foul for dunking?" And 
And then it dawned on me, like, you can't do that, I guess. Apparently, it's yeah. against M- MSSA rules. It's, like, it's, I think okay. they should change. It's not a hard, fast rule anymore. I think it's the judge's, dis- or the, the referee's discretion, yeah. whether they want to call it. I think you should be able to dunk in warm-ups. I think you should be able to. I mean, it's, warm-ups. it's, it's not like... You know, everybody's got backboards good enough now that people yeah. can dunk on yeah. them and they're not going to break or anything. No. I think that's the reason why they were worried about it. It will make yeah. sense. Makes sense, though. And then, you know, they want a game delayed because somebody dunked pregame and broke yeah. the backboard. Makes but sense. that doesn't happen hardly anymore. So, right. Well, maybe you guys can break some backboards later in the season. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool, honestly. Yeah. Just that got brand new backboards just to break them. <laughs> That school would not like you. Yeah, not no, all. No, like, the no. director would not be mad. Not yeah, be they would not be invited back to play against them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. Cool. Smart. Well, best of luck, guys, in the rest of the Northwest Conference, in districts, hosting those, and hopefully not breaking your own backboards. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again to Jackson and Miles for joining James and Jordan here in the Get Around Podcast studio. Let's get into the Get Around Hall of Fame and nominate some players for our Athlete of the Week honor. Uh, I'll get us started. McBain Northern Michigan Christians, Ethan Bennett. Uh, th- uh, we talked about uh, Eleanor Valkner uh, last week who had 23 points and 23 rebounds. Uh, well, uh, Ethan had 32 points, 21 rebounds, and 7 blocks uh, in a 58-41 win over Ross Common. Uh, so he is my nominee. James, you are nominating? Uh, Lincoln Hicks from Manton. He had uh, 31 points and 14 boards in uh, Manton's six-point win over Everett. Um, so another another big game, but uh, Bennett's going to be hard to beat in this one. Uh, well, I, I will say that there's a good we have a, competition right here from Jordan's nomination. Who Who are you putting up? Yeah, I'm pretty Drayton Evans from Central Lake. He dropped 50 points. I repeat, 50-5-0 on Grand Travis Academy. Um, just There might have been a running clock during this game to still manage to put up. Well, they scored 110? Uh, around 101? over 100 points. 101, I think it was. 101, okay. Maybe I That's got still it. a lot. And he is now in the history books for Central Lake as the highest leading scorer. Highest leading scorer in boys' history and, and girls history. tied, I think, with girls or or maybe also beat the girls with Jasmine Hines, who was Miss Basketball. Right. There we go. Okay. 50 points. 5-0. Well, so uh, how many, a- any other stats or just the 50 points? Just the 50 points. So we, didn't have, we, we don't know what his rebounds were, assists, steals, nothing like that. He's too yeah. tired to do all those See, other that's things. See, un- that's unfortunate. It's an, it's, it's an interesting situation we all Because, like, I don't know, if he had 50 points and, like, 10 boards. 10 boards, like that, 5 assists, 3 assists, yeah, like 6 assists. That, that would be, that, that would be, that'd be no, good No, the only thing I have was 50 points. So. 5-0. All right, we're going to start the voting with James. Go. This is, tough. this is not easy. Because, <laughs> yeah, like you said, the 50 points, but then, you know, what else? Uh, yeah. Bennett had, yeah. between all of his stuff, 60. Right. We had the points, rebounds, and blocks yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a much more competitive game. I guess I'll go with with Bennett because it was a it was a more competitive game. Okay, Jordan, your vote? i got to go with 50, Bennett, but, too. But That's 50 a points. lot of points but 50 and a points lot of rebounds. Accomplishment. 
Well, this is fun because I was going to do this no matter what. I just wanted to see what your guys' votes were. We're putting all three of them in. <laughs> all right. So congratulations to uh, McBain NFC's Ethan Bennett, Manton's Lincoln Hicks, and Central Lake Stratton Evans. You are the latest inductees into the Get Around Hall of Fame for three incredible performances. Uh, if you had to rank them, I probably would put Bennett one, Evans two, and then Hicks three if I had yeah, to rank them. And, and, and all from small schools this week. Yeah. 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 Good for them. So congratulations. You are now members of the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. Okay, wrapping up the show now, happy endings. What made you happy inside and outside of sports this week? Um, I, I, yeah, I'll, you, I'll, I'll get us started. You, um, I mean, obviously I was happy to have a bunch of people uh, over my place on Saturday night and uh, watch the Royal Rumble. Uh, this that, Did I tell you guys what my uh, smorgasbord of, of food was that night? So it was... Mm. Uh, I did um, homemade Italian beef sandwiches. Oh, I remember this. I did one. homemade uh, meatballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a broccoli and cheddar corn souffle. I did um, honey garlic shrimp, which were spectacular. Oh, hungry. So good. I let those marinate for two days. Oh, you Yeah. knew. Like. Yeah, I let those marinate for two days, wow. and then they were so easy, I just cooked them up and... At one point, one of my buddies was literally just standing over the oven and just <laughs> popping them in. Like, he was just taking them straight out of the pan and just pop. Like, he was eating chips. I felt so honored by that. Um, awesome. That was that was really nice. That, that made me happy, certainly. Uh, I will also say that um, finding new music always makes me happy. Find Like, over the last couple of weeks, I found, like, three songs that I'm like, this is going to be in my rotation forever. And that's for you. that's always really that's always fun. There's even one where I was like, I need to go see these guys in concert, and they're playing in Grand Rapids in April. So I'm like, I'm who like, is it? Uh, AJR. Yeah. Hey, good for you, man. I love that. For uh, you. But no, this was a band that my sister introduced me, like my younger sister introduced me to last year. She's like, you got to check them out, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. And then one of their videos popped up on one of my like instagram reels yeah, yeah. and i went oh these guys actually rock and i need to go see them in concert so you, and finding new music always makes me happy so mm-hmm. that, that what makes you guys happy uh well I, uh, after the lions lost um i did get a little bit of good news right after that in that um i i hit this four-leg parlay <laughs> that i uh had put ten dollars just ten bucks on but it was yes. Jameer Gibbs over 44 and a half rushing yards. He got 45. Nice. <laughs> uh, Jameer Gibbs, anytime touchdown. Which he had. He got that. Uh, Christian McCaffrey over 74 and a half rushing yards, which yeah. he got, I think, 90, 92. Yeah. Nice. And Brock Purdy under on the passing yards oh. for him, which they said he was going to get 329. I'm like, I'm like I, know yeah, the Lions, I, would, I know the Lions' pass defense is not great. I, but, I'd slap the under on that but all I took day. The under on that. So I won 72.50. Very nice. On that bet. And then I made I made like three or four other little bets on the on the game and kind of broke just over even on those. I but will then, say this. But then the seventy-two dollars. Just like came we through. do when we talk about drinking on this podcast, legally and responsibly, please. Yes, yeah, within your means. When, when you are when you are uh, betting, uh, I it was a ten dollar bet. I one time got a little bit over my skis, uh, and uh, that was the end of me. Uh, with online betting, yeah, yeah, and I and I haven't, and I haven't done it since. Yeah, and I, so. and that's probably the first time I've done bets for like weeks. I yeah. think, yeah, comes a point for some people. Yeah, know. I was, I was just like, 
I gotta, I can't do this. Yeah, I only yeah, do I when I see my, things. My, I, I, when I when I lost uh, a good chunk of money, yeah. mm-hmm. I, like talk, I talked to my dad. My dad's like, you can't. Yeah, you you gotta gotta, he's like, you gotta stop yeah. right now, or this is gonna, it's It'll gonna get you. Yeah, yeah. I, I only do it when I see something that I really like or I think is. If it's a Super Bowl, off, maybe. Or, or they offer me, like, a promotional free bet or yeah. something yep. like that. Yeah. You know, so, Same. yeah. And I'm, I'm not, like, going out and making bets at every football <laughs> game or anything. No, it's just I, I think that's something, like, eventually we'll have to tackle. Uh, but but how do you the, – the rise of sports gambling is just That is a whole wild. thing. Then it's then just it, like, it's like hey, it's totally – it's all good now. Yeah, uh, if you guys get a chance, there's a great show on uh, HBO called Bookie. Yes. Starring Sebastian Maniscalco, the uh, stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Super entertaining. Yeah. Really good. Really good. I like his comedy, so. So, yeah. It, yeah. Quite good. Jordan, what made you happy this week? Oh, man. Uh, Other than James hitting that parlay, which you got really excited about. Yeah. yeah it boosted <laughs> some excitement in me. It has been a rough just start of the week. So, uh, oh. as far as positivity goes... <laughs> Just, oh, I'm that's a, right. Yeah, we 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 didn't we didn't touch on it. We did not touch on it. And I think it's it just has been a rough week. I am. I'm just happy you're alive. Yeah, honestly. so am I. I. I think that is the you one should, thing I could just say. Yeah. Sitting here today, what has made me happy outside of sports? In sports, there's a lot of stuff, but outside of sports, I am just happy to be sitting here with you guys today, and uh, yeah, <laughs> just. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. How scary was it when that deer hit? Dude, your car? I was on the phone with my dad. Because your deer hit the car, right? Yes. Or, or not I, your deer. The deer hit your car. Correct. It, you didn't hit the deer. No, yeah. I'm on the phone with my dad, having a nice conversation. We're talking about the Lions game, talking about playoff football, talking about just what what's just at. I was just coming home from Lawton, and all of a sudden on M thirty M thirty seven, the one that goes into Mesick, yep. and then just straight away, pitch black. Uh, just driving. I saw one deer pass, and I'm like, okay, there's one deer. I'm going to slow down a little bit, slow down a little bit. And I see the other deer perk out. It stops on the other side of the road. I still slow down, and I see him not moving. I'm like, okay, he's not moving. I'm going to just slowly, slowly, slowly. And then this deer decided to end his life and just jump right in front of my car. And all of a sudden, you hear in the, in the radio, oh, I'm just as clean as I can possibly be. Oh, snap. I just hit a snapping deer. And my dad's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you heard me correctly. And then as soon as we're approaching music, you lose cell service. Yeah. So I'm literally just sitting in my car, two hands on the wheel, shaking, trying not to hyperventilate. Super overwhelming. And as soon as I get into music, I see the damages. I call my dad up again. And the rest is history. And we're still at the process of trying to drop it off to a collision place. That is a long, it's been a very long 42 hours. 44, I don't even know. I've lost track. But, uh, yeah, inside of sports, uh, I'm back to watching the Lakers. I don't, that's all I can say. Well, like I said, I'm just glad you're okay. Me I, too. I feel sorry for the deer, and I feel sorry me for the car. That's the first uh, time that's ever but, happened to me, and I've had three people. James is now the fourth one. Hey, welcome to Michigan, buddy. And you've already told me that is not a great way to be initiated. No, that's not. I don't. I don't like that as an initiation. I, I thought. I, you know what? My welcome to Michigan was the snow. That's what I was. My welcome to Michigan was covering the Petoskey State Finals. That's when I knew. Yeah, I'm in Michigan. I'm in. I'm. I'm in the thick of it now. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say. Yeah, grateful you're. You're okay. Dude, and. Yeah, the next we, few months, the next few weeks is going to be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
we will do what we have to do. 100%. Same. So. same. Everyone. All right. Everyone well, that, board. that will uh, bring <laughs> us to the close of another episode of the Get Around podcast. A uh, big thank you once again to Benzy Central's Jackson Childers and Miles Pritchett. Uh, good luck to the Huskies uh, going forward, uh, both in the Northwest and outside of the Northwest. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Lots, Like I said, there's a lot of conversation about conference races. There's a lot of good conference races going on right now, and those will all shake themselves out in the next couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, thank you to our lovely and loyal Audible viewers as well. Uh, and with that said, I've been your host, Brendan Queeley. They've been James Cook and Jordan Puente. Episode 272 of the Get Around Podcast is now in the books. Oh.